Yes, yes, yes. Let's make a podcast. Hey, friends, Leighton Hart. This is Podcasting for Fun and Profit. Got a question for you right off the bat, just right from the jump today. When you thought about starting your podcast, did you ever think, I'm too old to start a podcast? Did that ever cross your mind? Today's episode, we're going to show you that age really is just a number. And that sometimes actually your age can be the the asset, the most valuable thing that makes your podcast a treat and like really, really important to your listeners. Today, I'm talking with Leah Lane, host of the podcast, Places I Remember, Travel Talk with Leah Lane. Let me tell you, tell you a little about Leah. I'm fascinated by Leah um, and so impressed with everything that she has, has done and is doing. Uh, Leah is, she's author of the award-winning travel memoir, Places I Remember, Tales, Truths, and Delights from 100 Countries. Like I said, her podcast is called Places I Remember, Travel Talk with Leah Lane. And listen, besides being a regular contributor to Forbes.com, where she writes, she has blogged at HuffPost, Salon, Daily Beast. She's written for the New York Times, Miami Herald, Gannett Newspapers, she was managing editor of Travel Smart. She appeared weekly on the Travel Channel, regular speaker for the New York's Time Travel Show, an award-winning writer, avid photographer, and has contributed to dozens of guidebooks. So the guidebooks you buy to help you <laughs> figure out how to get around certain places and, and know where to go and what to see, like she wrote those. And she's created over a thousand travel pieces and columns in her life and authored eight books. She's a wonder. Hey, let's get Leah on the mic. Here we go. Well, hi, Leah. Hi, Leighton. Thanks for uh, for joining me on the podcast today. It's it's a treat to have you here. Uh, I want you to uh, introduce your podcast to us, Places I Remember, Travel Talk with Leah Lane. So just tell us about your show real quick. Well, I've traveled to over 100 countries and have so many friends in so many places around the world. And this year when it's been, you know, really a, a year of quarantine and staying at home, I thought, well, the best way for me to travel is to go back to my memories. And uh, so I did. And, and it's been a terrific treat. I love it. It's, I love it's that. Really, yeah. It, it, it has to be. Um, I mean, I, I like to travel. I don't get to do it much family and work obligation and all that stuff. But but I know for somebody who is a habitual traveler, uh, this time has been really, really, really tough. Um, so going back to those memories, I, I love that. You've done some you're a prolific writer. I know that. Um, tell us about some of the places where, where, where you write and publish and tell your stories about travel. Well, I write for for a month for Forbes.com for travel. travel. You can go catch me, Leah Lane, at Forbes.com. That's my main gig at the time. But I've written nine books and I have contributed to dozens of guidebooks and I've probably written thousands of pieces. So I am really, really seasoned, as we say. And uh, I even had broadcasting experience for, uh, I, I, I went over to Europe and got mugged and I was at the time a managing editor of a publication called Travel Smart. And the Travel Channel picked that up and they said, you know, this lady is, is the managing editor of Travel Smart and she travels pretty dumb if she gets mugged on her first day in Barcelona. So I was on a show on the Travel Channel and I got a gig for a year based on that silly, stupid mugging. So um, I have done some broadcasting. I've done some radio and some cable, but I haven't done it in a while. And as I said, this year when I had to stay home, I thought, 
hey, you know, I can do that. I, I had just published a book called Places I Remember, Tales, Truths, Delights from 100 Countries uh, last year, just about at this time. And I was going to do a podcast right after. But there's a little backstory because I unfortunately was one who caught COVID. Oh, goodness. And that really, uh, this was in March, last March, a year ago, almost. And uh, there's something called long COVID. I don't know if you've heard about that, but the symptoms last quite a while. I was very lucky to have gotten through it, but I did have some symptoms for six months. And um, so I couldn't do my podcast. And then, uh, I got better. And in August, I will tell you that I found something, a little lump in my breast. I'm being very honest here. And I thought, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital because, you know, there's, there's a pandemic. But I am so happy I did. And I hope everybody hears this because you should definitely keep up your your uh, test because I caught this thing very early. Very lucky. So glad I went to the hospital. But here I was sick again. So by December, I was finished with 2020. And I thought I'm definitely going to do something that I like. And it was this podcast. So I've worked at it since and I launched it just a few weeks ago myself. And I love it. I oh my it. gosh, I cannot, I cannot believe that. And number one, I'm so glad you're healthy uh, after the, the, the year that you've had and that, and that we're sitting here talking Thank today. Thank you. Um, what a, what a gift. Um, but also you had, you had every excuse not to, not to do any of this. Right. I know. I'm, I, I, I just can't, I'm one of these people who never is bored, but I, I am always looking for new things and podcasts are one of the newest and best ways to communicate. I just read a piece today in the New York times about how podcasts are going to be booming even more next year. And people who are doing them right now are at the very, very edge of the beginning. It's not quite the beginning anymore. So if you want to do it, this is the time to get in there because Hollywood and all these big names are starting to really notice it. So I just I just thought it's a wonderful way for me to combine things I love. First of all, talking about travel, learning about travel from experts and know, savvy people and, and, uh, and, and just connecting because this was a year when we couldn't connect as much. So by talking, I was connecting with others. And I think when you hear my podcast, you can tell that I'm really enjoying it. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So y you have uh, extensive experience writing, um, editing, uh, creating publications, things like that. So how do you bring that into storytelling on a podcast? Well, it's very similar when you when you write about travel, very often you you tell stories and the best travel writing is specific. So I was very geared to that. And also part of of doing a podcast is writing, because first of all, you have to set it up and you have to sort of decide what you want to talk about. So you outline general, at least I do, I outline general questions and I research a little bit so that I can ask good questions. And, and I know my guests are the experts, but at least I want to ask questions that are meaningful. And then there's something called show notes, which um, is really writing, writing about what you talk about. And it's very much like travel writing to me because I'm, I'm, I'm just writing about travel again. So I'm combining, as I said, things I, I love to do, talk about travel and write about travel. I want to I want to uh, drill down on show notes for just a second because I think that's a really important piece that that we often overlook and I probably have not given that the attention it, it deserves. When you sit down to write your show notes, 
What are some of the things that, that you feel like it's important to convey in those show notes? Well, I try to keep it the same uh, atmosphere or this same level of enjoyment. You know, I like it to be light. My, my podcast is conversational and fun. There's a lot of laughter as well as information. So my show notes are quite, you know, conversational. And I, tr- I just, what I do, the way I do it is I, I play the episode and I mark the parts that I think are the most important. And then I go back and write about them. And then I also do something called timestamps which helps the listener uh, find parts that they might enjoy. So while I'm listening to the podcast myself, I'm putting down interesting things and noting the time so that I can give them both description and timestamps. I, I try to give the listener every, every break they can get so they can keep listening. That is such a service to the to the listener. That's that's fantastic. I'm curious about your the journey from from idea to first published episode. So, can you walk us through um, the the ups and downs, highs and lows, and, and obstacles that, that you hit along the way? Yeah, I think uh, when I started in the beginning, I just wrote down ideas I like, places I love, memories I have, people I know. And because I've been in this business a long time, and as I mentioned, I've been to so many countries, over 100, I have met so many fascinating people, be they guides or hosts or other travelers uh, I've met along the way. So I wrote their names down and I kind of just looked through the list and started with ones that I know the most and know the best. And they were all delighted to join. So I've done about five or six uh, podcast episodes now, and they're all very enthusiastic because they're people I know, but people are now seeing it and wanting to do it. I don't think doing travel is difficult because so many people love to talk about where they've been, but I'm seeking people who are either very savvy locals or travel experts or, or passionate travelers. And, uh, you know, because we can all talk about travel, but I'm, I'm seeking people who are really, really interested in it and who love to talk about it. So I started with that. And then it just led me step by step uh, to, you know, producing it. I think part of the tr- trouble with a podcaster is they, they stop, you know, they get a little overwhelmed. There's so much to do. I do work with a producer, Greg Carell, and uh, we both uh, have our specialties. His is tech and mine is, of course, the, the, the topic. So we work, work very closely. Well, shout out to Greg. He's doing a great job um, and, a, and a great service to the podcasting community. That's great. Um, since you started, I'm sure I'm sure there's you've had to learn a lot of things along the way. But but what's one or two things that that you've learned or that has happened to you during this process that either has been a surprise or didn't see coming or or something like that? Well, I learned that I love listening to people talk about travel when I am uh, kind of asking the questions. Sometimes, you know, you're at a party or something and someone will start saying, oh, you know, I was just in the Bahamas and I went to this hotel and blah, blah, blah. And it gets kind of boring. But as I mentioned, I try to write out my questions ahead of time. So they're the questions I want answered. And it leads to other things. We have wonderful tangents, lots of laughs. I, I find that doing this is fun. I am so enjoying this. Uh, I highly recommend trying this for people who think they might be interested because once you get past the techie kind of details and the, the hard stuff in the beginning, you start to feel, if you love it, that it's the right thing you should be doing. And, and it's just so much fun. So I learned I love it. 
I agree. Uh, it's to me, it's it's my favorite thing to do of, of all the. Uh, I love to write. Uh, I love to to blog and and things like that. But there's something about this that to me is just it's yes, tons of fun. I, I think as we mentioned that you know it's been a tough tough time right now, and so more than ever, it's so nice to connect. And then I love when people love it. I just get a kick out of people liking it and enjoying it, and know they're listening, and it makes me feel good. Absolutely. Uh, let me ask you about the nature of of telling travel stories and, and relaying travel information, because in, in travel and what you do, I imagine there's a balance between the factual stuff that you want to impart. Here's the places to go. Here's where to eat. Here's what to tour. But then there's also the emotional side of it of here's how you will feel or here's how I felt when I went there. Right. Talk about the balance between those two. Yeah, I, it's a very personal conversation that I have. As I mentioned, I've got the notes and I'm going to cover the main things, the history, the architecture, or whatever it may be that's important about a place. But I think the best part is just the tangents that come off of this. And and if you're open to them and, and both people are open to them, you have terrific. That's That's the best part to me. And you discover things you might never otherwise. And since my podcast is called Places I Remember, I always end asking about a favorite memory. And I give one and my guest gives one. And, and often that's a, a real highlight because you have, you know, wonderful memories of places and, and everyone loves a good story. And uh, that's my favorite part of all of it. Perfect. Love it. Um, as a as a man who was raised in the South, I'm, I'm was taught never to ask a woman her age, Leah, but I know some insider information on you. Uh, in my view, your age is one of your most valuable assets because you have accumulated experiences and, and racked up, um, you know, these, these memories that, that other people haven't had the chance to. Um, what you don't lesson? have to ask me. I'll tell you because <laughs> I right. know you're having a problem with that. I let it out. Let it out. I have no problem. I'm the same age as our president. I'm 78. And I know some of you listening are going to say, what? What is she doing on a podcast? But let me tell you, uh, I, as you said, I have had so many experiences that it makes it easier for me. I can look back on so many places and so many memories. And uh, I think uh, it's an asset. And I, I hope that anyone who feels that they're too old or too this or too that will listen to me and say, just do it. Uh, just keep doing it. I mean, I'm the same age. You could say I'm old, but you could say also I'm the same age as uh, uh, Barbara Streisand, Mick Jagger. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Harrison Ford. So it can be nice, you know, and don't give up. I may be the oldest podcaster I know, but I, I know I'm having a great time. And that's the important thing. It, to, to me, that it's such a cool angle to your story that that in an age when when you could be doing any number of things, that you're diving in and creating something new. It's it's so inspiring to me uh, that uh, that that's what you're doing. Um, let's talk about the process that you go through when you're going to put an episode together. So start to finish. OK, I, I had this this memory or this person I want to connect with. I reach out to them. We request, you know, walk us through the. The, the mechanics of it. Okay. I, I may be doing this in a very, you know, n an odd way. I don't know, but it's the way that works for me. So first I get my list of people I want to talk to and places I want to talk about. And then I, I wrote three scripts. I wrote three letters uh, ahead of time. One is kind of an asking letter, like, would you like to be on the podcast? That kind of thing with information about it and asking them for a headshot and a bio and all the things I'll need. And then if they say yes, uh, 
I researched the information, as I said, let's, let's say it's Paris and the left bank, which I know very well, but I think, what do I want to ask? So I put down my points and then I asked the person, what, what do they want to talk about? So between the two of us, we get a kind of outline. And uh, so I do a little research and then uh, the day of recording, I go into my closet because that is my studio. And uh, it's my studio because there's lots of clothes and it's quiet and I could close the door. I have a mic. I have a, a basic mic and uh, headphones and, and a computer. And that's about it. And um, my producer comes on the other side on the Zoom and we get to speak to people all around the world. I've spoken to people from Morocco and uh, Japan and everywhere. So, you know, Zoom allows this now or, or other things, uh, other ones I don't know that I don't use, but it's a wonderful way to be able to connect around the world. So we do the recording and then the producer edits the bloops out, bloopers, although uh, I have left one in on the last one I did and I don't care. It doesn't even sound so bad. <laughs> so uh, it sounds okay. But um, I don't worry too much about the ums and all of that. That's not why I'm doing this. I think what I want to do is enjoy it. So we lightly edit. We don't edit heavily. And then uh, he puts it up on Buzzsprout, which is a platform, a website. Pla I'm, not, I'm not sure what the word is, but it sets you up to get you on all of the different uh, websites or apps, excuse me, all the apps like Apple and Spotify and all of those. So I'm on everything. And I use Buzzsprout as my middleman. And then uh, it comes out every Tuesday. I try to be consistent. I learned that it's good to put it out on the same day. I do it weekly. I get a little bit ahead. I have four extra ones, so I don't worry if I want to go shopping or something and I don't want to record. So we have four ahead. And uh, then when it comes out, I ask my guest, I have a letter. I say, would you please publicize this on your social media as well? That helps a great deal. I've gotten a tremendous number of responses from, from that. And uh, let's see, what else is, oh, marketing. Let's talk marketing. That's the yeah. hard part for me. I do social media. I do Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I send out mailings and uh, hope, you know, ask friends to put it up. And in the beginning, it's you have to do a lot of marketing if you want, you know, to get people. But I think after a while, from what I hear, if people like it, you'll get more listeners. And I think one of the things is to be consistent and give a lot of information and enjoy it. And I think I'm not worried about how many listeners I have. And I think that's a good thing because when you don't show worry, you tend to get more listeners. People can hear you're enjoying it. Absolutely. I don't do it for money. Now, other people do. I know you can monetize on this and maybe someday someone will ask me, uh, you know, later on and I'll change my mind. But right now I'm not worried about that. But that's another asset, aspect to consider. Yeah, that's a that's a great question and, and important to cover too. Some people choose to do that. Some people just don't want that part of the equation. And so, uh, yeah, curious to to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I, I think if if I had lots of sponsors, I think that would be good. But at this point, I'm just beginning, and I'm not concerned about it one way or the other. I am just enjoying myself. Love it. Uh, back to your gear, your gear setup. It, everything working for you, or is there any? You have your eye on any upgrades or anything that you'd like to have in a perfect world? Well, I'd world? love to have a studio. <laughs> I think my, my closet is a little bit crowded. Uh, I'm fine with this. I, I think the sound, what I do use is something called uh, Master, Mix Master. Is that the name of it? 
Magic mastering. Yeah, yeah. It's a great Mix tool. Master. Wait, that's in that's in the kitchen. <laughs> that's that's something you use in the kitchen. You know, Magic Master is one of the things I do use uh, to help the sound. It's excellent. There are so many of these kinds of things nowadays. They're not expensive, relatively speaking, and they can help you immensely if you are beginning and don't know the tech aspect very well. Yeah, it's wild. You know, for for what we can spend. 20, 30 bucks a month on these days, you know, would have cost a half a million dollars of radio equipment, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. And really? we, can produce, we can produce, you know, the same, the same stuff today that, uh, that it would, you could only do in a radio station or in a movie studio years ago. So um, wow. we've come such a long way. Uh, you've given me so much of your time this morning. I appreciate it, Leah. Before we go, if you had a piece of advice to share with someone who's maybe like you were thinking about the idea or in the beginning stages or who has a few episodes under their belt and just needs a, a creative spark. What, what would you say? I would say do the best you can enjoy what you're doing. Give, give a little bit of work toward it in terms of, you know, setting it up so that it will interest your audience, know who your audience is. If it's not working for you, maybe switch your niche a little bit. Uh, but basically do it because it's fun and you enjoy doing it and life is short and uh, why not? It's a wonderful, wonderful medium. And uh, I would say just go for it. Perfect. Perfect. Leah Lane is the host of Places I Remember, Travel Talk with Leah Lane. Go find her on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, Leah. Thank you. <laughs>